Welcome to Under the Influence, a podcast documentary designed to dive deeper into the drinking culture here in New Zealand and the effect this culture has on teenagers. A quick warning, this episode contains explicit content and language. And if you don't like it, then you probably don't drink piss at a rate of knots, you fucking loser. And fair! Yeah, go in, Episode 3, The Silent Suffering. Welcome to the third and final episode of this podcast documentary. In this episode, we will specifically focus on the negative consequences that the New Zealand drinking culture has on teenagers' mental health. We will firstly look at some facts surrounding the topic, but also get first-hand accounts from teens on their struggles with the New Zealand drinking culture. I spoke with Paul Dillon, and if you listened to the last episode, you would know that Paul is the Director of Drug and Alcohol Research at Training Australia. He was also heavily involved with school communities and young people across Australia and New Zealand. Here's what he had to say. Well, the trouble with the, the mental health stuff is that there are some people who, who um, drink to self-medicate. You know, they have pre-existing mental health problems and they drink, I suppose, drink to forget. They, they sort of drink thinking, well... I'm not happy in my life. I have, you know, I have anxiety, have depression. When I drink, I will forget that. It will make me feel better. And what we know is that, you know, if you have pre-existing conditions, it's like a never-ending cycle. What happens is you're just, um, it, it can certainly make matters much worse over time. Um, and certainly we know that alcohol has quite a link. There are many young people who, unfortunately, um, under the influence, under the effect of alcohol, make a decision to end their lives. Uh, you know, alcohol is often linked to that. So I think that's most probably the most significant, most significant and distressing. And over the years, I've been involved with got to many schools where, very sadly, there has been you know someone, some young person has taken their own life. And in many of those cases, alcohol will be not the cause, but have has 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 is involved in some way so it's kind of your reason for drinking i think that's very closely linked to mental health um of course any any drug whether it's legal illegal or pharmaceutical kind of changes where you're at and of course it's going to have an impact on um it's going to have mental health effects you know, you lose your inhibitions, you think in a different way, all of that kind of stuff. Certainly, if you have a pre-existing condition, if you don't have a family history of depression or anxiety or anything like that, you've got to be a little, just a little more careful around alcohol. There is a plethora of evidence that supports what Paul just mentioned. One piece of this evidence is the New Zealand government's inquiry into mental health and addiction back in 2018. The researchers spoke with people who had lived with mental health and addiction problems. People affected by suicide, people involved in preventing and responding to mental health or addiction problems and many more people throughout New Zealand. The researchers found that each year around one in five of us experience mental illness or significant mental distress 
and there are increasing numbers of children and young people showing signs of mental distress and intentionally self-harming. They found that the New Zealand drinking culture and addiction to alcohol and other drugs is one of the main causes behind this issue, causing widespread harm in New Zealand communities. They found that well over half of youth suicides involve alcohol or illicit drug exposure, and over 70% of people who attend addiction services have coexisting mental health conditions. They found that over 50% of mental health service users are estimated to have coexisting substance abuse problems. So it's no lie that alcohol is one of the main drivers behind the widespread mental health issues in New Zealand. However, I believe it's not entirely the alcohol that is detrimental to your mental health, but rather the binge drinking culture in New Zealand. The culture forces people to drink excessive amounts of alcohol to fit in with society. People are judged and judge how they view others based on what they drink or how much they drink. And this just makes people maybe do things they don't want to do to fit in. So, um, yeah, it's definitely quite embarrassing to see people judging others on how much they drink. I've often feel judged myself when I walk into a party or a social event and maybe I don't have beers in my hand or I don't have 20 beers in my hand and people will definitely give me a dirty look and they think I know what they're thinking to themselves. You know, he's a lightweight, he's weak, many buzzwords are thrown around, he's a pussy. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely not the most comfortable environment to walk into and you're often feeling like you're judged and it's not good. The societal pressure is monstrous. I can't imagine any 17-year-old who's at a party. I knew one guy who had the resilience to be like, no, I don't want to drink. And even when, you know, like, standing up to 30 minutes of bollocking from all of your mates going like, what are you doing? Have a drink. That's what we do. That's the cool thing to do. I would not have been able to do that. Certainly not. I wish I had. Go! 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 Um, I guess it all kind of kicked off when I first started going to parties, um, with, you know, people that I fought with my mates, um, you know, and I probably hadn't been drunk or drunk as much alcohol as some of these other other people around me at these parties, and I guess that kind of, like, affected my decision-making in a way, but I don't really think it was, like, my decision-making and, like, the actions I, like, chose to take that was really the problem, you know, um, I think it was more the fact that I, like, I felt like I had to like scale my drinks to, to look cool, felt like I had to drink a lot, you know, um, to not be judged by, by the people around me and, you know, I was almost being f like force-fed more and, and more and more drinks and I thought, you know, they're probably just doing this because they want to have fun, you know, get drunk with me as their mate, but kind of soon realised that they just wanted me to get me drunk, so... Like, I would do some dumb things, you know, and I, I guess that's kind of just what happened. I, you know, did some dumb things that, that I regret, but it, it didn't really end there, you know. When the party stopped, it, people videoed it all, you know, sent it around all through social media, you know, 
see it, I'd, I'd see it like every day. Or, you know, someone talking about it or whatever, and I, f I felt embarrassed about it. Um, but also just like kind of angry at, at those people that, you know, I thought were my mates. Um, you know, they were the same people that forced me drinks and videoed the whole thing and, and spread it around and stuff. And, um, yeah, it did, it did, um, negatively, you know, affect me. You know, I didn't want to go to school. I, I didn't want to see anyone that I knew had, had seen the video. I like, yeah, I didn't know who, who my real mates were. Um, yeah, and, and I guess this, this kind of all happened because I thought I, I would be judged, you know, if I, did, if I didn't drink a lot or if I didn't drink fast, um, you know, so I did, so I, I, I drank a lot, I, I scaled a lot of drinks and I still ended up just getting judged for what I did because I drank so fast and drank so much. You know, I just wasn't thinking straight, so I got judged for what I did, and, um, you know, I don't think I'm the only person that, you know, this has ever happened to, and it happens all the time, and it just kind of sucks, because I know how, like, someone's feeling who's, like, gone through that, who's been in that situation where they, uh, felt like they've had to drink a lot, they've, like, fit in, and they've made decisions that they, you know, they really, really have regretted, and... Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not, it's not good. This experience that this teen had to go through clearly shows just how detrimental the New Zealand drinking culture can be to teens' mental health. Teens feel the need to drink excessively to fit in and align with this binge drinking culture. And the success of drinking that teens usually only engage in to fit in and not be judged by their peers only leads to poor decision-making that has major ramifications on both their mental and physical health. So many teens have experienced the negative effects of the New Zealand drinking culture, and many more will continue to suffer from this culture unless we make a change. Well, that concludes the third and final episode of this podcast documentary. Hopefully you all have taken something valuable from these episodes whether it's some newfound knowledge about drinking here in New Zealand or something that you plan to change in the way you act when under the influence to benefit those around you. Thank you very much for listening and stay safe when you're out there drinking.